A reading from the Song of Songs. Hark, my lover, he comes springing across the mountains, leaping across the hills. My lover is like a gazelle or a young stag. Here he stands behind our wall, gazing through the windows, peering through the lattices. My lover speaks, he says to me, Arise, my beloved, my dove, my beautiful one, and come. For see, the winter is past, the rains are over and gone, the flowers appear on the earth, the time of pruning the vines has come, and the song of the dove is heard in our land. The fig tree puts forth its figs, and the vines in bloom give forth fragrance. Arise, my beloved, my beautiful one, and come. O oh, my dove in the clefts of the rock, in the secret recesses of the cliff, let me see you, let me hear your voice, for your voice is sweet and you are lovely. Verbum Domini.
Hominus Fabiscum. Lexio Sancti Evangelii Secundum Lucam. Mary set out in those days and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Most blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. Verbum Domini. In our first reading, we hear about the romance, the divine romance of the bridegroom and the bride, which is always an encounter of two freedoms. It is the freedom of the bridegroom who is like a stag, like a gazelle. We know from seeing those magnificent animals how easily they can bolt and run the other direction how wondrous it is when they draw near of their own volition, peering through the window, peering through the lattice, a little like giving Holy Communion to the nuns behind the grill, the gazelle, the stag, the freedom of the Lord who is magnificent, strong, agile, and yet is tamed by the love of the bride who draws him close and the freedom of the bride who can hide herself in the rock like a dove, keeping herself out of sight, keeping herself unheard. And yet at the voice of the bridegroom, she risks in freedom to let her sweet voice be heard, to let her beautiful face be seen. That is the romance of our faith. That is the romance of our God who in his freedom comes to us not because he has to, but because he chooses to, because our love tames his heart and draws him close. And our courage to come out of ourselves vulnerably, to let ourselves be seen, to let ourselves be heard, unafraid of rejection or betrayal, trusting that God is safe, safe to receive us, that he cherishes us and delights in us. 
And this brings forth the multiplication of charity, which we hear about in the gospel. No one compelled Mary to go out and make the several days journey, which would ultimately make her life much more complicated as she returned pregnant, visibly pregnant, and nobody knew where she had been for several months. Her act of charity made her life more complicated. The angel informed her about her cousin, but never told her she had to visit her cousin. She, moved, she was moved out of her own freedom to make this act of charity, to bring the Lord, to bring Jesus, to bless her cousin. Jesus freely blessed John the Baptist, who responded and leapt in the womb of Elizabeth. Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. She blessed Mary. Mary breaks forth into song in the Magnificat, and charity multiplies when we freely go out of ourselves to bless another. Receiving the blessing, they bless us in return, and charity multiplies. Unlike material goods that diminish when they're given away, the spiritual goods only multiply when they're given away. And so as we encounter our divine bridegroom in this Holy Eucharist, as he comes down from heaven freely, like a stag, like a gazelle, to meet us, his heart slain by love for us and by our love for him. As we receive him and allow that charity to grow within us, let us also find ways, especially this day, this day which is naturally the darkest day of the year, let us find ways this day to allow the spiritual blessings to multiply, to bring them forth to others, to brighten someone else's day so that on the cascade of divine blessings which emerge already from the free initiative of our Lord in the Eucharist, that light can spread, that love can spread, and many hearts can be slain by the Lord's love for them to respond with their whole lives in return for that love.